Welcome to Love Talk and Slow Jams with your girl Amora Sinai. It is officially 2019. Like, wow. You know, that's super dope and super exciting. And the only reason why I say that is because I don't know if y'all remember, and this was like going around, um, I think in 1999, which Y'all probably like, what the hell? But literally, y'all remember when they kept saying, oh, in 2000, the world is going to end, and so forth and so on. And everybody was so riled up, like, oh, my God, do y'all think the world is really going to end in 2000? And look at it now, 2019. You know, when the world didn't end, it didn't blow up. I mean, well, shh, we got a crazy-ass world. But, you know, that's besides the point. It's just, like, amazing at how the years have progressed and how technology has progressed and how it's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. And I'll say it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because our children of the future don't know shit. <laughs> they just know how to click on their computer. They don't read. They don't follow through they simply want to play video games and that what is that uh one that they play Fortnite and rope uh roblox or whatever and i guess maybe because i i'm too illiterate for roblox i don't understand it um but it's just amazing it literally is 2019 um and i'm sorry i didn't do it when it when it first hit 2019 but i'm only five days in and you know, like I said in the previous podcast, we're not, I personally didn't make a resolution. I really just wanted, you know, good health, travel more. I wanted blessings and things like that for my family, my friends, and even my enemies. You know, I, I wish everybody the best. I hope that this year is very fulfilling to everybody, you know, out there. We we as a whole go through a lot, but we as black people go through even more. Um, <sighs> shit. I always want to have fun with you guys, but then <sighs> the topics get so deep and it's scary. Um, but I just want to say thank you guys again. Of course, y'all know how I start this episode out. Um, I want to say thank you. Without you guys, there would be no me. Um, I'm very blessed. Um, thankful that you guys tune in, you listen, and you want to hear what I have to say next. I actually, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just amazed i'm appalled but i also know i didn't make a resolution as far as like i'm gonna go harder i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that no i'm going to stay consistent with what i was doing in 2018 and just make my all of my the fruits of my labor grow like i want to you know i want to now literally everything that i'm working on i just want to create revenue with it um so i'm going to be consistent you know, my circle didn't get smaller. I'm not changing my mind. Like, I'm not doing any of that because I am I feel like I'm on the right path. And yes, we can all use some adjustments, but I'm not going to go into this year saying, I'm doing this and I'm doing, no, no. I'm going to be very consistent at what I already have been doing and push harder in that aspect. But, you know, 
only time can tell what God has planned for me. I went to the funny story. I went to the gym today and while I was running on a treadmill, this feeling had came over me and the feeling that came over me was the feeling of celibacy, the feeling of sobriety, the feeling of just being more aware, more cautious, more conscious, more I seen my I seen my life kind of flash before me. Um and I just I just knew what God intended and God wanted me to do. Um and it's crazy because on the first was it the first yeah the first of this year my oldest sister called me and said oh let's do this challenge with me no drinking for a month and I'm like okay girl I got some wine I want to finish and I was like no you know you're right it's a new year I'm gonna leave that wine in the refrigerator and I'm not because and the reason I didn't drink it and say okay I'll start tomorrow was the fact that I wanted it to be in the refrigerator. I wanted to, I wanted it to sit there. I wanted it to be in my face because I wanted to be able to fight the temptation and the urge of drinking it. I wanted it to be there so that I can say, oh, I have some wine, but I'm not drinking it. I wanted it in my face to show myself how strong I am and what a little willpower can do instead of desiring and falling for temptation of I had a stressful day I want to drink I had a you know or things like that or I'm at a social event I want to drink you know I went out with my homegirl the third day in of not drinking and she was like let's go get drinks and I was like well we can I can get food I can't get drinks I'm not drinking you know and she was like we could just have one drink and I was like no I really can't um drink I literally have to stay dedicated and I have to stay focused to this because this is something that I truly believe in. And I honestly, you know, I, I'm, I feel great. I feel good. I feel good about, I feel good about it, you know? Um, sheesh. But I just want to tell y'all temptation is, whew, temptation is something that we kind of let get the best of us. And I said, we kind of let it get the best of us in the aspect of temptation is normally a form that we're using something and we are basically saying that it is, we, we love it more than we love God. And I'm trying to find this devotion really fast because I actually want to show you guys something that I read last night um and it was so good let me see let's see searched uh da, 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 da. um let's see this isn't the one but i'll read you this one um 
temptation comes in so many forms and it is easy to excuse our decisions and justify ourselves. This seven day plan shows you how to overcome temptation. Um, I'll put the link or I'll give you the link at the end or actually um, write me if you want the link and I'll share. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but like I was saying, if you want me to share with you, just leave me a message on either Instagram, Snapchat, um, on my website and things like that. Um, take time to quiet your mind. Let God speak into your life and you will find strength to overcome the greatest temptation. And you can't use the excuse and say the devil made me do it. This is an excuse that many people use to justify falling into temptation or losing control. And reading those lines made me realize that that's the reason I wanted the wine to still be in the refrigerator instead of finishing it the day before so I wouldn't have temptation and I wouldn't, you know, because I wanted, I wanted to steal myself and let God take over so that I could now say I overcame that temptation. The devil didn't make me do it. You know, that wouldn't be the excuse. And as I continue, it says, while it is true that the enemy is roaming the earth, seeking people to destroy, it is also true that a Christ follower has the power of God living inside of them. Is it wrong to be tempted? Who is responsible when you give into temptation or lose control? Do you have some options when you find yourself in a tough situation? And you have to honestly go into things and you have to realize that you have to now take accountability for your actions and you have to take accountability and not fall for it. You have to... You know, and temptation comes in so many different things. It could be sex. It could be the temptation of, you know, money. It could be, it could be anything, but you have to overcome it. Um, I was literally up last night reading a lot of these devotionals and I, and I don't know, it, it wasn't like, oh, I felt as though, I don't know. It just, I had to do it. And I'll say that I had to do it. I had to literally go through this and understand that it was prepping me for what I was going to experience today. It was prepping me for what is in the future going to come. It was prepping me for a lot of these things. And what I do know is the fact that we have to let go of temptation. We have to let it go. We have to understand that we cannot fall for temptation and then say the devil made us do it. You understand what I'm saying? And that's true with any and everything that we do in life. We have to now become accountable. You know, it was another one that I read and it was actually really good as well. And I'll read you something off of there as well, because it just made me 
like, whoo, you know. But it says, people always felt ashamed by their temptations. Do we know why you feel ashamed by your temptations? Well, it says here, because they always just assume that temptation must be sinful. That's probably the reason no one ever speaks about their temptations. We are ashamed of them. But see, you don't have to be ashamed of your temptations. Now, you don't have to be ashamed to say, I, I need my phone. I need that. Like, and it isn't about you needing, but you, you can't, you don't have to be ashamed of it. But what would you do if you discovered that in the Bible, it clearly states that temptations are not sin. So, you know, when I said I want to come over, overcome temptation, it wasn't because I felt as though it was sinful. It was because it was something that I wanted to instill in my soul's discipline. Hebrews 4-15 contains the startling answer, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Jesus was tempted in all points like we are, but he never sinned. If temptations were a sin, then Jesus sinned because he tempted, he was tempted just like we were, you know? And I'm not um, a bit a person who reads the Bible. I haven't read the Bible inside and out or anything like that. I do read a lot of devotionals because it's more of a connection with me, and, you know, and things like that. I, I don't really convert to a Bible and things of that, that nature. Um, but I'm going to go on and it says, therefore, temptations cannot be a sin or anything to be ashamed. The Bible only states Jesus was tempted in all ways we are. Temptations are as normal as living and breathing. But as you will soon learn, how you feel about your temptations greatly affect whether they give birth to sin. So the initial temptation is not a sin. It is now how we birth that temptation that will determine now if it is a sin, you know. Um, so I'll just say this, um, and it doesn't, it literally can be your phone. It could be social media. It could be a, your favorite food. It could be something that you enjoy doing, but you know that it is slowing you down in an aspect of your life or something like that. And you want to say, hey, I want to stop this for just a month, just to see how my life can change in a month without doing certain activities. I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to overcome the temptation. I encourage you to overcome the temptation of whatever it is that you need. Um, like I said, that one thing can alter, can alter your life. That one thing can change the dynamic of things. So I greatly, 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 greatly will encourage you guys to do that. But I'm going to talk about relationships today. And I don't normally like speaking on relationships. I don't like speaking on this new generation dating. And if you went on a site and you actually read, you know how I felt about new generation dating. Like I said, all of this, all the things that I talk about are opinion 
based. It's based off experience. It's based off the opinion of the experiences that I have experienced in my years on this earth. Um, and the experiences that I watched people close to me experience on this earth, you know, and a lot of times the hardest thing in a relationship is to know when to walk away. I think that people fail to realize when to walk away and it's not that you're stupid. It's not that you're dumb. It's not that, you know, we have this mentality that was built up from generation to generation that when you have been with someone for years that you don't just let those years go. But at the same time, where do we draw the line and say, I don't want to let you go, but I have to let this situation go because you can't, and it goes, falls back into that temptation and not really, but on a, on the lines of me saying that one thing can alter your life. So where does it say that you can say, I don't really want to let you go, but I know that this isn't healthy for you nor myself and, you know, and walk away from the situation because resentment builds up a lot. And I've noticed that, um, in the dating world of today's society, it's a lot of resentment within these couples and everybody is on the outside looking in because you want to take pictures. You want to make everybody think that you're happy. And I was that person before. Like I literally would just like, I'll say this, like even with my ex, it wasn't even that I wanted to be with him. I was more so just comfortable and I needed everything around me to look perfect. I needed everyone to be like, oh, you know, she she's handling it. And I was I was really broken um in that relationship. I I had a lot of self-healing to do and I so with that being said, and I talked about this when I told you about one of my friends at but we're not no longer friends, but one of my old best friends and how that was probably one of the hardest breakups of my life because, you know, breaking up with one of my friends. But the thing about it was we have to heal ourselves. No one can heal us. No one can make you happy. No one can do any of those things for you. So with that being said, how do you go into a relationship in friendship, relation, any any type of situationship, half empty and with a polluted cup. You know how is how is what's in your cup polluted and halfway empty, and you are trying to now dump this into someone else. You can't dump that into someone else. It's not fair. It's not fair that in society we no longer are looking at the the aspect of love no one is no one loves anymore it's no it's no more love in today's society and for the ones that do love i feel so bad for you guys not being funny but because it you're it's going to take a while for you to find that person that actually is on that same level because nowadays everything is on a business aspect now everything is well what do you do for a living like these are some of the questions that I try to avoid. Like, I'd rather you, me, ask you, like, oh, tell me about yourself, and you say, oh, well, hey, da 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 rather than me say, well, what do you do for a living? Because 
now the wheels are rolling. You ask somebody what they do for a living, they tell you what they do for a living, and you're starting to Google, well, what's the salary for this, that, and the third in this demographic? You know, nothing is genuine anymore. And I can be honest because I see I see women in relationships that are so unhappy and that are wishing for a whole nother man and but don't want to let go of what is in front of them. How can you expect God to present you with what you need if you won't even let go of the simplest things you have to let go of these things and yes in the moment they're not simple but in reality in the bigger picture these are simple things these are the phases that we go through in life because everybody is not meant to stay in your life forever you may have the memories forever but in the physical no one is meant to stay in your life forever you know and i just want to i want to encourage these young black women in today's society don't settle and when i say don't settle don't settle for someone who can't feed your mind you know everything out here is very materialistic materialistic this i want those gucci shoes i want those um ysl glass i want this purse i want this the balenciagas this that and the third everything is so materialistic in america right now and i watch these young women fall into this trap thinking that all you have to do is be a pretty face or throw your ass back and you know you land you a football player basketball player actor actress like you know and it sucks because it's one of those things where once again there is no more love in today's society because everybody is yearning for this materialistic aspect and no one really cares but not realizing that you are settling you are settling and not for what someone can give you in the physical realm you are settling for what they can give you in the spiritual realm why would you want somebody who can't feed your spirit who can't feed your mind who can't feed your soul those are the most important things are the soul connections not oh he bought me a bag i'm so in love you know because if you work hard enough you can get your own bag you know i've had friends who who literally get a lot of things from them and I just so happen like and not and I'm not about to take discredit anybody like because I've received gifts from men. I received money from men, flights from men, been flewed out, as y'all would say it. <laughs> but that didn't impress me. That didn't make me want to jump on your dick. That didn't make me want to say, Oh, yes, I want you. It didn't do those things for me. What it made me realize was you were a man. You spent your money on me, but you wanted something after you spent your money on me. You get it? Are y'all following through with me? You wanted something after you spent your money on me. It wasn't a genuine act, which some of the guys were very, you know, very, very kind, sweet. But guess what? They all wanted ass. And it was something I wasn't ah. given. And I literally just want to tell y'all, stop settling. Don't settle. Don't settle for because your friend got these bags and these purses. I know a lot of females that get bags and purses, and guess what? They're not even happy. They're not even happy with their sales. They're not happy with 
anybody around them. They're not, you know, so that's one piece of advice that I can give my young black queens. You are a queen. You deserve to be treated as such. And as long as I'm on here and you're listening to a Morris diary, I won't fail you because I'm going to school you about these men. And even men that's listening to this podcast, stop settling. Stop settling. But not even stop settling. Stop. Stop with the insecureness. And see, people always make it as if the woman is the insecure one in relationships and friendships and this and that and the third. Let me tell you how insecure some of these men really are. You know, some of these men are so insecure that they belittle everyone around them because they're not even secure in their selves. So how can you follow orders or how can someone lead you that is not even comfortable in their own skin? You feel what I'm saying? And with that being said, fellas, stop with the insecureness. Stop with the comparing yourself to someone that you're not. Because guess what? You are you and they are them. And it's nothing you can do about it. It's nothing. Now, you can hustle harder and get more money, but you are who you are. Literally, guess what? And I, and I know people always say this, oh, money, money makes you better and money makes woo-woo. No, money makes, your, money makes your parents better, but money doesn't make you better. Now, I'm going to say it again. Money makes your uh, parents better, but money does not make you better. Now, I've seen a lot of people with money who ain't shit. And I've seen a lot of people with money who are just so lovable, kind, and caring. So at the end of the day, it, it's who you are as a person. Money only change your clothes. Money only change your teeth. Money only change your outer exterior. Money doesn't change who you are inside. And let me tell you, that is because of the simple fact. Our bodies are only to show that we exist. So, guess what? All your looks can fade. Your brain cells can slowly deteriorate. Nothing is forever, but your soul, who you are as a person, that's what marks you. That's your mark. You know, I know I sound real preachy, preachy today, um, but I'm sorry. God is making me talk to y'all. Like all these ideas just keep popping in my head and popping in, popping in, popping in. And it's it's crazy because I definitely didn't plan on doing a podcast today. I ain't going to lie. I did not plan on doing a podcast today. I wanted to come in the house, clean up and get things in order. And literally in the midst of all of that, he, he stopped me from doing what I was doing. And he said, no, I have something for you to do. And you're either going to do it now or, you know, or you'll, you know, I, and I'm saying it like that because it, it literally is either I was going to do it now or it wouldn't have got done. And all of, all of what I'm saying to you wouldn't, wouldn't connect with who it needs to connect with, you know, but I want, I want to just tell you guys, strive to be a better you for you. Strive to learn who you are. It takes a long time to identify who you are as a person. You know what I mean? And 
even at my age, I'm still learning who I am. Now I have a clearer idea of who I am than I did back in the day, but I, but I still am learning who I am, you know, and it's crazy because people, people never, people never would have thought that I would be sitting here, you know, being motivational that wasn't the path that i was going down i think i stated that you know in 2018 when i first started this that wasn't the path i was going down i was wild as hell i was so wild i was i was like literally you know i was on a path to this self-destructing I, I and i couldn't and i blamed everybody in the world for my problems for my issues. I, I felt like everybody was against me. I felt like my parents were against me. My family was against me. Friends were against me. And I felt like I need, like I needed to escape everyone around me. And I think that's why I moved and I moved and I moved and I moved and I moved. And each time I moved, I wasn't happy when I moved. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't caught up to where I needed to be. So each move only set me back further of losing my identity because now I'm around all these people who know or who thought they knew who they were. And I'm just blending in and becoming a chameleon, you know, and not really being able to identify who I was. I was trying to be something that I wasn't. I was trying to be a being that, you know, I, I was I was mean. I was, you know, I I won't say a bully. I didn't bully anybody. I was mean though. I was an asshole. I was, you know, I wasn't caring. I wasn't sympathetic. I didn't have any empathy for those around me. Um, and every bad thing that happened, I just felt like it was the devil. I felt like, God, where are you? Why are you not here? Um, what what's going on? Why can't why am I in this season? Why am I stuck here? Why is it that people say seasons don't last and my season seems to be lasting? These are the thoughts that were going through my head and I would move and I would move and I would move and I would move and I would, I would go crazy. I was literally going crazy because I didn't have a place that I wanted to call home. I didn't feel comfortable. My heart wasn't, my heart wasn't somewhere where, where it needed to be. I was, I was still empty. I was searching and I was looking for something that I didn't know what I was looking for, but I knew that when I felt it, I would know when I knew that when I found it, you know, it would show and Lord Jesus, I can't even tell you guys where or when I found it. I know that gradually it just started happening and I started, you know, becoming more aware of my spiritual gifts that God blessed me with. Um, and it's, it's weird because I used to be scared of my gifts and I, I was, I was terrified because I didn't know how people would feel about these gifts because God doesn't grant us all with the same gifts. He gives us different gifts because he made us all special. He made us all, you know, we all can do some of the same things while we walk in this earth, but our soul and purpose on this earth is not the same as your next door neighbor. It's not the same as your partner. It's not the same as your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle. It is not the same. And when I had, I had to realize that it wasn't the devil. It wasn't my mother. It wasn't my father. I had to realize that I signed this contract to come down here and with the free will that God gave me and presented me with, I took advantage 
and I took the rope and I almost hung myself. You know, I I took it and I didn't I didn't take advantage of what he was giving me. I actually didn't take advantage of the of the tools he gave me. I was lazy. I thought things should have been given to me. I was entitled and like I said, I, I can't tell you when or where it just one day happened. And I understood that I have to embrace in these gifts. And I, I literally, um, I'm actually, you know, and I, and I still get freaked out sometimes about these gifts. And what's funny is I was on my way to a temp job the other day. Well, actually yesterday. And on my way to this. On my way to this temp job yesterday, I had a feeling come over me and the feeling said, you know, you should go back home. And it wasn't that I was tired. It wasn't that I wanted to go to sleep. It wasn't that I was being lazy and I didn't want to go because I'm a firm believer that I, that you have to work hard for what you want. You can't pray for it and it fall in your lap. You have to work hard for these things that come. And I literally was sitting at the train station and while I was sitting at the train station <laughs> this is not funny actually it is kind of sad. it is kind of sad so I was on the train and I literally was writing while I was at this station and I'm gonna read to you what I wrote after I had that feeling that I should go home these are the words that came to my mind. I wrote them down. I wrote them down and it said, the feelings of regret stuck in the time warps, looking for a way out. The closer I get, the heavier my legs feel. Now wanting to go further. Seemingly, this felt like the walk of shame, only to try and fight for a seat on the train. Next stop, not my stop, wishing I could get off and do it on my own only if i could get it right and capitalize but once again i feel trapped should i stay or should i go fall back into the comfort of the bed or retreat to feeling worthless and lazy at this point i rather the latter part of things i wonder how many of y'all feel me when i say i don't want to go to work today and literally i got all the way to the building all the way an hour and a half away and they told me we don't need you and i was i was annoyed at first and i was annoyed because i took my time and i was annoyed because i had that feeling that i shouldn't go and i knew that i shouldn't have went and i knew that something just in my spirit didn't feel right and i didn't want to go and it wasn't that i didn't want to work it was it was like a feeling that i got and you know you can't really tell people oh these are i had this feeling i shouldn't go because people look at you like crazy and be like oh she's just lazy she don't want to go but honestly i really had a feeling so i started writing and Literally, and that's what happened. And God works in such mysterious ways because he sees my grind. He sees my hustle. He sees everything that I'm working towards. He sees the bigger picture of things, even though I don't always see the bigger picture of things, but he sees it. And that not even an hour later, I was on a phone interview and was offered to come in to have a in-person interview. And, but that just is how God works. 
you know, one job said, I don't need you. So your plans, you know, we, we don't need you. We now we have to find you different work because it was the attempt. Now I have a place that says, okay, here, we want you to come in. We got your resume yesterday and we felt like you were a great match for this company. You know, um, and, and, it, and it just goes to show the power that we have. We have the power within us. We all have a piece of God in us. We all have the ability to have anything in this world at our fingertips. But you also have to believe. You have to understand your gift. You have to understand that you make the changes. You make the choices. It is your life. And as long as you keep God first and you put nothing before him, you shall receive everything your heart desires. But you can never and you cannot put anything before him. Understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, I just want to say, I hope that you guys have a wonderful, 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 wonderful 2019 i hope that everything your heart desires but most importantly i hope that you connect with god on such a level that you no longer are walking in the past you no longer are trying to predict your future but you are walking in the present and embracing each and every moment you know and that's another point that you know we have to take initiative we have to understand that our stress levels go up when we start trying to go into the future without a time machine you're, you're using all your brain you're using all your energy to focus on something that ain't even here yet you're focusing on the problems of the future that have not occurred yet you're looking in the rearview mirror of a past that you're running from. Stop running from your past, embrace your past. Embrace the things that you did because it makes you who you are. Understand that as long as you are comfortable, as long as you know that what you did or the things that you are going to do was not intended to hurt others but was a part of your journey and you are not embarrassed you are not ashamed and you are walking in your good faith and you are walking in the purpose that god has sent you on just embrace it stop looking back embrace what has happened and move on from it stop trying to stop trying to jump ahead stop trying to uh, make problems happen that ain't happened yet stop trying to create these scenarios that did not happen yet you know and i wish you all nothing but the best peace love and happiness and i will see you guys next week tune in tune in tune in oh i'm about to get these webinars back popping too um just to let y'all know things been busy but i'm about to be back on it you know for you guys and I know this 
was my first one of 2019 and it's kind of all over the place. And like I said, I, I didn't sit down and really write down what God wanted me to say. I just had to say it all that was in my mind. Everything that he told me to say, everything that he wanted me to cover tonight, I had covered. And it, and I know it was kind of jumping ahead, doing this, doing that, but you know, I was scattered. But at the end of the day, it was what he wanted. So I know it's connecting with somebody out there tonight. And I just say this, God be with you. God loves you. Don't ever for a second think that anything on this earth can do something that God can't do. Don't ever think that any of this worldly stuff is more important than the God that you're like, literally don't. Um, that's where you messed up at. But it was such a pleasure. Follow me on Instagram underscore more sanai a-m-o-r-a-s-a-n-i-y underscore also follow me on snapchat amore sanai the number one and go on amoresdiary.com also you can start shopping at www.amorescloset.com um, everything is not officially up yet but it is open on the market for you to start shopping um, and I want to thank you again and you guys have a wonderful night.